All right. Uh, welcome, everyone, to another episode of It's a Long Road, the Ramble Series podcast. And if you're listening to this episode and you've been following Dom and I throughout the whole journey of the Ramble films, we have completed the Ramble coverage. The Ramble films are done, so we have no more Ramble films to do. However, Dom, the Ramble story is not complete. It's not. I know that. It's not complete. This is a never-ending Rambo podcast. It, There's always it, something. It really is a long road. Now, we're going to get into the Rambo, the Force of Freedom animated series. We're going we're to get into that. Don't you worry. Uh, I will say our goal with the cartoon is there are 65 episodes. Okay. The, each episode is about 20 minutes long. And we kind of want to cover the cartoons like we did the films, meaning... Mm-hmm. Ideally, it would be nice, obviously, to get through each cartoon one episode at a time. But between the right. Frank coverage and mm. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank coverage and, of course, the Ramble cartoon being 20 minutes long. So we're going to play it by ear. So this is just called Force of Freedom, episode one. Mm-hmm. The, the cartoon, the premiere episode is called First Strike. But we're going to get into that. Before we get into the Ramble cartoon, of course, we've got to cover our Frank. Uh, again, I just want to thank everyone that... Join us on the Ramble journey. I don't know if anyone's going to watch or listen to this podcast now at all. <laughs> it's hard to say. No emails to read. Uh, the emails are dry this week. Nothing else really to read. So without further ado, are you are you ready? I mean, oh, I'm ready. And here's another segment of Frank Stallone. Who is this guy? A lot happened on the Frank channel. This is one of the first times that I had to like not do all the videos that he released since our last really that, that many, huh? Well, it was a bit of a plethora of, of choices. Some of them were pretty whatever. There was one video where he was filming his TV. I guess he's watching a VHS tape of something of his. Okay. He was filming his TV of him doing some old Bobby Darren singing on an Australian Ooh. show back in the 80s or early 90s. Mm. I almost put it on there, but it was just him singing with a full band on this TV show. Here's the thing about Frank singing. He sounds okay. He sounds like an old style crooner. Nothing. It's not great. You're not going, oh, wow. Frank Sinatra, is that you? Like, you're not thinking right. in those terms. <laughs> it just sounds like Frank crooning. I don't know how to describe that. There's nothing. What What year was that from, he said? Oh, I don't know the exact year. He didn't put, I don't know if he put the year. Oh, on just... Instagram. So if you're interested in Cena, folks, go to his Instagram by all means and go take a look mm-hmm. at Frank Stone singing uh, <laughs> some Bobby Darren. You remember Bobby Darren? Yes. That, yes. Uh, there was a biopic. I think it started Ke- our friend Kevin Spacey. Oh, our friend Kevin Spacey. Yeah, friend, friend of the show, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We should do a Kevin Spacey podcast. Right. Oh, we should do a Kevin Spacey podcast. And then he, there was like a long video of him at the gym. The only thing regarding that was, we'll get to it. Well, I'll sort of spoil an upcoming video, but one of the videos we're going to watch, he actually says when you go to the gym, he's saying don't have your phones out. Just go to the gym. Just be present at the gym. Don't worry about. And literally, the next video was him at the gym. With phone. <laughs> Don't have your phones out. Just let you know your trainer record you. On yeah, their yeah. Phone. If you have a, your own personal <laughs> trainer quality around, they can record you. Those are the ones I didn't really uh, pick. So here are the ones I thought. Oh, this might be worth talking about and sharing with her with her wide audience. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first one is. I'm glad I got this because this first video is no longer available on in Instagram. So here's a. Here's, oh, right, right. Yes. 
it was like an immediate. This is the one I sent you, right? Is this yeah. that one and then it was immediately removed? <laughs> Not so immediate. I was actually able to comment. I actually was able to comment on this video before. <laughs> What'd you write? Fuck you, Frank. No, 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 no. I just wrote uh, very well said, Frank. Very mm. well said. So let me, uh, for our audio listeners, this is what you're going to hear. I guess for our visual audio listeners, you'll see old boomer Frank trying to figure out how to record something. Records nothing, but ends up uploading it to Instagram somehow. So here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's moving things around. That was it. That was like a 13-second video, and I wrote in the comment section. Well said, Frank. Well said. And, got... and the other thing that bugs me, he did another video with the comment section. We're going to get into the, one of the videos here where he, he gets into some of the uh, country singers and stuff. And there was like 11 replies to a comment, and he mm-hmm. deleted them all. I'm like, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah. I freaking hate that. I freaking hate that, Frank. You know, for someone who's anti-censorship, right? Right. Do you think it's him or yeah. somebody working for him? No, it's that's him. doing it that fast. You think it's him, right? I think it is him. So there's 11 replies to something. I'm like, oh, I was like, I went, you know, extend or expand mm-hmm. the reply right. chain blank. I'm like, it's the worst. They, it's that the happens worst. quick, too. We love you, but come on. I thought you're anti censorship, yeah. man. Yeah, Freedom exactly. Speech, man. Let people speak their mind. <laughs> this is the thing, and no offense to Frank, of course, because we never mean to offend Frank. No, of course not. Is that when the truth is true and never has to hide. And I always mm-hmm. find people when they have these strong opinions or these strong takes, they can't take criticism. They always have to police the comments. or police. Right, right. If your take is strong, i.e. if you're like a flat earther, let's say, I'm just saying, for mm-hmm. example, <laughs> then you should have nothing to be embarrassed about. It's the truth. Right. That's what have, you believe in. That's what you believe, right. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's the first video with him actually talking. Here we go. <laughs> Good morning, fans and haters. <laughs> This is post probably comments that he read. <laughs> this video was the first video since our last episode. And okay. the last one he did was the Carl Weathers tribute, I think, or something to that effect. So it wasn't mm. like, yeah, very strong beginning. <laughs> he, is he aware of our show? <laughs> our I don't know, man. He's coming off hostile. I feel like he's talking to us right now. <laughs> and I also want to make note, he's wearing the same shirt of the last silent video, but he changed his hat. He had that, <laughs> what do you call that Beretta type hat or whatever? Yeah, yeah. What is it? Who? Sly doesn't he wear a hat like that in Rocky oh. Four? When yeah, he, Rocky right Four, he, same type right of hat. before he boxes. Uh, oh, oh yeah, when he in the beginning of Rocky Four, after he boxes Carl Weathers, right? In the That's gym. right. He's well, <laughs> <laughs> so now he's wearing what we call in Canada a toque or a snow cap, okay. or whatever they call in the states. Yeah. So for my Canadian listeners, it's a toque, but a snow cap for my American listeners. So now he's wearing, and he's indoors too. By the way, he's indoors. So I guess it's cold in this. You know what? I also think I have a theory. He just got his hair treated. Like he got maybe it's a fucking. It might be a mess underneath that cap. Like it might be all patchy looking and shit. I think so. I think after they do like the scalp replacement procedure, Mm. it might be a little bit red or raw. So I can see that. I can see that. Well, I forced myself to watch the Grammys last night, being a former (laughs) Grammy nominee myself. (laughs) There's a lot to unpack there. I forced myself to watch the Grammys. I, he's saying he almost had to do it out of duty because right. he himself was a Grammy nominee. Because he years once ago. sat in that audience. Yeah. Have you seen this video clip yet? Uh, no. 
Okay. I haven't seen this one. I'm going to give you a over and under. What was the over under? I can't do those numbers, but how much do you think he's going to either say how much you love the Grammys or how much you hated the Grammys? Which one? Do you oh, like? he hates the Grammys. He's absolutely hating the Grammys right now. Do you want to guess why? Maybe do you want to take a stab? He's going to talk shit about the music. I think Okay. the music that wins. Maybe he's going to talk shit about people who people speeches. Maybe Okay. I'm thinking, let's see. 83. And again, it's turned into a fashion show. It's not about music anymore. Mm. And when have a war show never been about what they're wearing? It's always the red carpet. It's always part of it. It's a big part of it. Huge part of it. So yeah. that, I think that was kind of a, that's a bit of a straw man argument. It's mm -hmm. always been about glamour. The Oscars, the Grammys, the Emmys, every celebrity dresses to the I, I would say female audience sure. members are attracted more to that that aspect of it, seeing what everybody's wearing. The ones I liked were Olivia Rodrigo and Lana Del Rey. I, uh, I don't know Lana, but Olivia's pretty legit. She's really good. Yeah, my she's pretty legit. My daughter likes her too, and uh, she's yeah, she's adorable. She's great. I, I really like her. So Frank and I are simpatico on that. I don't know Lana Del Rey. I don't know who that is. I know who she is. I just don't know what song she does okay. uh, sings. So he likes those two. That's good. So we're starting positive. We're starting positive. <laughs> well, I wonder which female artist he's going to talk about after this. <laughs> thought they were great. I think they should have won. Um, Taylor Swift was very disappointing. You have Celine Dion, one of the <laughs> <Celine> Dion. <laughs> you have Celine Dion. <laughs> Amazing. Well, to be fair, that might be the French pronunciation of her name. I don't <laughs> My know. Favorite, yes, you're right. How did he say it again? Celion Dion. Celion Dion. I love that. It sounds like a <laughs> Dr. Seuss character. <laughs> All right. So did you hear about this? What happened? What he's referring to here? Uh, what was it? Taylor Swift kind of snubbed her, right? Celion Dion. Taylor Swift accepting her album of the year award. One of those awards that she got that night. She apparently, according to many people and Frank included, in her excitement in grabbing the award, she didn't uh, she didn't kiss the feet of Silicon Cil Dion. <laughs> Silicon Dion. Yeah. Frank's got something to say about that incident right here. The grand dams of music who can't perform anymore because of illness presenting you with a Grammy. And you go up there and basically just shook her hand like she wasn't even there, but hugged everyone else, but not Celine Dion. So that would be like if Frank Sinatra was ill or not ill, and he presented me the Grammy, and I didn't show the proper respect. So that's a. I love how in his scenario, in his theoretical scenario, he's receiving a Grammy from Frank Sinatra. From Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Can you imagine that world in that Grammy presentation where you have Frank Sinatra <laughs> presenting Frank Stallone with a Grammy? <sighs> So Frank's saying, oh, man, if Frank Sinatra gave me an award, I'd be like kissing his feet and everything. Well, right, right, right. no offense to Celine Dion. I actually like Celine, Celine Dion, but I wouldn't put her on a Frank Sinatra level. No, well, that's fine. But I don't think Taylor was snubbing. Snubbing would mean I'm purposefully not going to acknowledge you. Right. I'm not even trying to defend Taylor. I would just argue I don't see her saying, oh, F you, Celine Dion. Right, she just got caught up in the moment or something. And there was a photo, I think, yes, yes or there was like a photo arm, of them together. You're so caught up in that, like you said, like, come on. Who's I bet you Taylor that? actually said, I'm so sorry. And Celine, I can't say her name anymore. <laughs> Celine Dion was like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I guarantee you. It's like, right, right. she's fine. They're both laughing their way to the bank. They're fine. And I think Lana Del Rey should have won anyway. And I think Olivia Rodrigo was beautiful. She was great. 
but it's turned into kind of um, what MTV was all about, all music, no commercials, and then all of a sudden it turned into this commercial mishmash of garbage. What's he talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. I don't watch the Grammys per se. I've seen enough snippets. No, they're still they're still live perform- look, I I admit a lot of the stars and, and uh, the big time winners, I'm not familiar with the music. I'm forty eight myself. I've I've kind of moved past, you know, newer music. I admit it happens to everyone. You kind of just yeah. latch on to what you kind of grew up with to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I like Olivia Rodrigo, I like Taylor Swift as well. So there's new music that I enjoy. But to say that the Grammys is one big commercial, no, there's still a lot of performances and awards and i don't right. know what okay i think it's been the same for years now i don't sure. think it's any different no he's acting like the grammys when he was in the 80s the grammys was like a full-on concert it was just right. one big concert right mm-hmm. it wasn't it was the same thing you had your mm-hmm. acts that performed and then they had the awards that were given i think that's the same right. format now yeah. mm-hmm. okay and i know people out there go oh you're you know you're a boomer. You're, but listen, when I was nominated for a Grammy, <laughs> make this a drinking game. Drink uh, every time he says that he was nominated for a Grammy. He's going to mention, of course, that he was nominated for a Grammy, and he's going to talk about the, the kind of talent that was around him when he was nominated for a Grammy compared to now. Of course, it's always better back in the day. It's never good now. It's always put it's on always the better. goggles, the nostalgia right. goggles. I was surrounded by superstars. There was that year: Billy Joel, Lionel Richie, Michael Jackson. The police, on and on. Great artists in their own right, mm-hmm. sure. Do you think any one of these other artists today that are still alive today, like Billy Joel's like, man, I was nominated with Frank Stallone. With Frank, would you believe with Frank Stallone? That goes back to another episode we did when he was talking, right? He was talking about how he was, oh, it's from the Mario Lopez podcast. He talked right. about how he was up against police, thriller. He put himself on like the same page as thriller. <laughs> yeah, he, he basically saying because I was nominated with these bands at one point in my life, I'm the same level of quality that these bands are. Right, right. <laughs> Dude, you had a hit. You had one hit that made some noise, and that's it. And it's over. It's done. It's over. This is the thing about this rant he's doing. I got no problem with him doing a rant about the Grammys because honestly, I don't really – I fell off with the Grammys a little bit too, but like sure, he's making yeah. it about himself. Oh, like weird. Are you trying to tell me, Frank? <laughs> what? what? He's not only bashing the Grammys, but he's bringing it back to – himself it's got to be about himself oh i was in the company of great people and people showed respect for each other i was just very disappointed it has become a fashion show oh his wording what did he say how did he say that that sentence structure is pretty i was just very disappointed it has become a fashion show oh look what he's wearing look what she's wearing oh that was done years ago remember uh what's her name joan collins uh, Rivers, John Rivers, Rivers, right? And her daughter, and her yeah. daughter used to be on the red carpet. Whatever. Thirty years ago. Yeah, this has been going on for a long time, Frank. What are you wearing? That's always that question. It's in fact they're trying to tone that down now. It's actually the opposite now. A lot of female celebrities now are saying, "Does it matter what I'm wearing?" Right. Just, yeah. And they even have hours before the show even starts. They have those red carpet specials, like while well, they're just showing them walk on the red carpet. Like, so he's acting like this is like a new thing. It's weird that he doesn't recognize yeah. the glam of these events have been around since the dawn right. of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, but this, it's about the music. That's what it's about. Period. That's why it's called the Grammys. That's why there's a gramophone. Did you know that? Did you know that's why I, I didn't know that. No, he just dropped some facts on it. He dropped some truth. But and here's the thing. So why is it called the Oscars? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Yeah, it's just funny. He's right. Regarding the Grammys, it's the slang or short term for gramophone. That's why the award is a gramophone. 
it's like he wants us at the Oscars to play the full films of every film nominated. Like, right. what do you? <laughs> people coming to the Grammys already know their favorite artists. I would honestly think that. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but I would think that there's probably more performances nowadays because it's televised, and they make like probably back in the day when it before it was televised and stuff like that. They probably didn't have as many performances. No, there was nobody's right. watching except for the people in the crowd, right? And not a modeling uh, dress or whatever, but you know. <laughs> And so I was very disappointed. I mean, uh, I think uh, all the Swifties out there are going to hate me. I really don't care. And why, <laughs> why bring it up? Why bring it up? The Swifties won't hate you, Frank. They don't even know you exist. There's not one Swifty that watches his channel. Those, no. You know the Venn diagram? <laughs> yes. Taylor Swift fan and Frank Sloan fans, there's no overlap whatsoever. No, I don't think so. <laughs> to his credit. He did not tag. Oh, he didn't. He added Olivia Rodrigo. He added Mm. how do you say it again? (laughs) Celino Dijon. (laughs) What is it? Celine Dion. He said Cillian. I don't even know anymore. It's hard to do. It's hard to get it wrong. He tagged the Grammys. He also did hashtag music. (laughs) (laughs) One of the broadest uh, things ever. To his credit, he didn't hashtag Taylor Swift or Taylor Swift Grammys, but also yeah, I think he chickened out by not doing that because they probably would have come to his channel a little bit more. Because yeah. I actually went to his comments. There wasn't anyone talking about t- defending Taylor because, again, the Venn diagram doesn't overlap. So all right, Frank's right. fans would also be, yeah, yeah, Taylor Swift. Blah, 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 blah. Do you want to have a guess? He'll give the answer at the end here. But do you want to have a guess why he hates Taylor so much? What do you think? She's won a ton of Grammys. No, think outside. Think outside music. Think politics. Oh, because she's on the other side of the fence. Yes. She's, yes, yes, yes. I guarantee you, Frank, you can call me out on this. Let's just pretend in the in a different world, Taylor was Republican and pro-Trump at the end mm-hmm. of the day. That right, at every right. concert, she's like, I just want to say to all my fans, thanks for coming out to my show. And Trump 2024. Right. Frank right. would be, he mm-hmm. would be doing everything he could to promote Taylor. And the music wouldn't change. The fact that she is a Democrat and pro-Biden right. or anti-Trump, because she's openly about that. Right. He doesn't like her. That is the reason. Mm-hmm. Garen freaking teed. It's got nothing to do with the music. Definitely. I think if you were to if you were to objectively listen to her music, she has good music. I think it's just fun to hate her in a sense because she's popular. She's not pro-Trump. He can't mm-hmm. like her. He's anti right. she's anti-Trump. This is his way of pulling that out. That's what he's doing mm-hmm. here. I think she showed no class with the whole thing with Celine Dion, who by the way <laughs> can't sing anymore because of a, 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 a physical ailment. I like he did it again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> By the way, she's messed up. Her face don't move no more. Yeah, yeah. She don't work no more. You hear that? Dion. Her voice don't work anymore, Rocco. <laughs> her body's busted. It don't work for her no more. What's it called? The stiff body syndrome? Oh, uh, I didn't even know there's a real thing. Honestly. Yeah, I, I guess so. So I thought she should have been gracious enough to walk up and give her a big hug, considering... Celine Dion. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking Celine Dion, Frank. Celine Dion. He rhymes even... it with the last name. Celine <laughs> Dion. He's so stupid. <laughs> God bless you all, even you haters. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Appreciate Thank it. Who's he referring to, though? So he is saying people are hate watching him. This is another piece of evidence where does he know we watch does the show? Does he know we exist and not like, is he like, 
doing the best thing in his mind, just not even acknowledging us. But like, yeah, he, knows. he wouldn't want to give us a plug. He would. He go, hey, to the guys that run right. the, the "It's a Long Roll" podcast. This is for you. He, in our defense, if it's not us, he's been going to war with people on those comments. I remember even before we did Frank Stallone, me and my brother sent, send each other like him fighting with people in comments. He seems to be amping it up. We haven't heard this before. Yeah, that's true. And how about this one? <laughs> so he's pulling out his Trump mug. It, now it's backwards because it's mirrored from the video. It says, you are a great, how does it say? Great, great guitar great. player. You are a great guitar player. Very talented. Really fantastic. Can't quite oh, it's that. supposed to be like just the way Trump's saying it, right? You're a yeah, great, great totally. I, it's all mirrored for me, folks. I'm sorry. Everyone agrees. Believe me. Believe me. You're the great So Trump telling Frank he's a great guitar player in the Trump voice, the Trump. All right, right, right. So he's showing the mug to the camera. It's backwards. Uh-huh. It's backwards, though. We can't. There you go, baby. Here. God bless you all. Now, this video starts off really quickly. It, this is how they start. It's almost like he's mid-word or sentence. I'm not sure why. <laughs> it's another one inside of his house. He's wearing his big, thick Frank glasses. His hair is askew here. I think the treatment's, uh, the treatment's completed. What do you say? Something and traitors. Lovers and traitors. What's it? Oh, traitors. Oh, I think like traitors. Like, like traitors, traitors to the nation. Right, right, right. Oh, haters and traitors. Haters and traitors. Man, if we ran a Frank Stallone podcast, legit, not a ramble one, I would call it the Haters and Traitors. <laughs> haters podcast. and traitors. Frank- That's a good uh, song off his uh, rap album. True. Yeah, it's true. true. I think traitors it was on that and one. haters. <laughs> Lovers and traitors. Lovers and traitors. Right. Uh, I want to send my condolences out, like the rest of the country, to Toby Keith's passing at sixty-two. Much too young for this wonderful artist who is real country artist this is a tribute video to toby keith so far so good right yes sounds sounds good he's 62 far too young rest in peace to toby forget what the cause of death was it was Um, cancer it's too bad i didn't know the guy but he seemed like a decent Mm -hmm. enough guy whatever has some good country songs so frank mentioned of course his age great country singer great loss what do you think the odds are he continues with the tribute for Toby Keith, or he segues to something else. What do you think? I'm saying he's going to go on a rant that's completely unrelated. To Toby oh, today country music is a little scary. It's become a little woke. <laughs> <laughs> what is country music ever scary? I don't know. Is it woke? What does that mean? I, I, know woke I don't means, know. But I thought country music was sort of the. I hate to say it, sort of the last right kind of music that was Republican or you know mm-hmm. anti woke and. Who yeah, uh, untold yeah. free speech? I guess there's artists there that might be woke. I'm not sure. Okay, fair enough. Whatever, that's their choice. But I don't think country as a genre is quite woke yet. I don't think. No, I don't think so either. But rest in peace to Toby. We're not done yet. The tribute's not over yet. Um, I don't really enjoy it anymore for unless for the real classic guys like you know George Strait, Alan Jackson. I think Morgan Wallen is one of the greatest things I've seen in country music in the last. 15, 20 years as a writer. You know, Travis Tritt, great. You know, Dwight Yoakam. But the rest of it has kind of gotten a little nouveau. What's nouveau mean? What is yeah? What is that nouveau? Nouveau. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Again, everything's better in the past. Today sucks. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, but uh, anyway, our condolences go okay. out to Toby. Uh, it's rainy in California. <laughs> okay, <laughs> 
Anyway, our condolences to Toby and his family and friends. Well, it's raining outside, guys. Let's check in with the weather. <laughs> what a tribute. What a tribute. Can you imagine if he gave this at his funeral? I love the Carl Weathers one, too. The, you know, yeah, yeah the, he was a father. <laughs> I really hope Frank gives us a tribute for everyone that dies this year. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That's why I'm kind of doing my stuff from home today. I'm not drinking Uncle Frank's bourbon at the moment. I'm just <laughs> And neither am I, Frank. <laughs> not it yet. It was supposed to deliver on the 15th of Feb. At the yeah, time I just ordered morning. it. I got to check my emails if they shipped it out yet, honestly. I'm getting nervous, man. Uh, I've got a couple of their listeners. <laughs> I don't think you're getting it. They probably saw that they didn't charge you for shipping to Canada. They were like, fuck you. <laughs> I know, but they took my this money. America. <laughs> so when do, when do I start panicking? Well, there is a chat. I think I, I'm not even joking. Before our next recording, there is a chat, like a chat help thing where you have to give your email i was gonna say hey i heard things are supposed to be delivered by the 15th of february it's now february 20th are things delivering are they available yet uh you've ordered yours haven't got it yet i know my co-host on the rocky podcast she ordered hers and hasn't gotten it yet Mm. i'm a little nervous here i think we want to see the website go down soon okay so he's not drinking his uncle frank's because right now nobody is (laughs) just waiting for my truck to get towed unfortunately my so his truck won't start, so he's waiting for it to get towed. That's what he was saying there. So it went from Toby Keith's death, country music sucks now, it's raining outside, Uncle Frank's Uncle bourbon, he's not drinking it, and it's raining It's raining outside. This is still for Toby Keith, by the way. The... This is the Toby, Toby <laughs> Keith tribute. Beloved Bronco didn't start today, but it'll be okay, and you'll be okay. I'm glad we're all going to be okay. Rest in peace to Toby. <laughs> he's not going to be okay Frank. no Toby's not going to be okay hang around with good people get rid of bad people live your life be strong be good believe in the man upstairs and you'll be okay believe in the man upstairs and you'll be okay get rid of the negative bad people in our life well no 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 Frank we gotta we can't give up the segment this is our segment we, <laughs> we, we need you brother and then he films his truck being towed here we go that's why you have to get triple A folks in case even your best truck needs to get towed. Why does he put the snow effect on? I was on? just going to say that. Why does he put the snow effect? <laughs> okay. It's not that cold in L.A. Stop wearing the snow caps, Frank. Holy <laughs> smokes. Do not come to Canada. I'm telling you right now. It's freezing up here right now. Anyways, he's in a sunny L.A. wearing a snow cap or his toque right now. Okay. Hello, friends, he says and haters and lovers and traitors see friends and haters lovers and traitors he's, he's bringing up this- he's bringing it up a lot now yeah he's starting to sweat right now i know i'm getting a little bit nervous but no he's talking to us though he doesn't want us to stop listening he's he's greeting us you know what some people are asking me about acting today you know i know a little bit about it i've done 81 movies i think the best thing an actor can do is go to a cold reading class learn how to do cold readings don't sit there and practice with your friends and go, oh, I got this. It's a little different when you go into the casting room, so you don't have it. And the second thing to do, if you have inhibitions and stuff like that, go to a comedy workshop. You know what a cold reading is? Do you know what that might be? Uh, I mean, it would be like before a movie gets made, they do a reading of the screenplay. That's the only thing okay. I could think of. Like the cast will do a cold reading. Do you think Frank has followed his advice about how to be a good actor? I mean, does any of the roles he played necessitate cold reading? I like don't know. Tombstone role? Did he, did he really say much in there? We needed to. And then he's talking about a comedy class here. 
has Frank ever done anything on film that was unintentionally funny? It's right. That was meant to be funny. That meant to be like, funny, right? like we're laughing at it. Like, oh, that's like Jim Carrey is funny. You laugh at the Jim Carrey. Ben Stiller in Tropic Thunder. There's movies that are funny. We're laughing at the comedy. Mm-hmm. Has Frank ever done that kind of comedy film where he, not only is it funny, we're legitimately laughing because that was a great job by Frank Stone's comedic effort. No, not that I could think of. Okay. So we're laughing for different reasons? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got him giving advice on how to be a comedic actor as well. Because you're going to be asked to do stupid stuff like everyone else. Like, okay, you're a pile of dung. You're cleaning it up. That's the improv he just gave. He just talked about improv class here. He he pointed with his right hand saying, you're a pile of done, meaning he's saying to a, he's saying to a person, you're a pile of crap. Then he points to the other person, and now you're going to clean it up. Go. Make that into comedy gold. <laughs> I want to go to the Frank Stallone improv class. <laughs> I've watched these videos three to four times, and I don't catch everything at first. His tangents and segues are so hard to track. You actually have to, like, this is what he's saying. You're right. That's the comedic background, Ryan. And it does, it's just crazy stuff, but you lose your... It does, it's just crazy stuff. Inhibitions to be on stage and be able to laugh at yourself and to have comedy. And by the way... When's the last time Frank laughed at himself? Never, never. Yeah, he wouldn't be deleting comments if he was laughing at himself. Good point. They're a lot of fun to do. And I would suggest that for any young actor coming up, go to a comedy workshop class and go to a cold reading class and do scene steady work. Remember, it's a job. It's not a hobby. Peace. It's a job. It's not a hobby. He's been in the business for almost 50 years. 81 movies he's been in. Starring roles. Oh, yeah. Ryan, that's 81 starring roles. <laughs> Come on, Veterans Day. Veterans Day. <laughs> I need this in my life. <laughs> I got a question for you. So he's giving you acting tips here. He's acting like the acting coach in this video. We Mm. also see them give us fighting tips, a fighting coach. Okay. Mm. So here's the scenario. Dom, (laughs) you have to pick being the best fighter in the world or the best actor in the world. And the only person that can teach you how to do either is Frank Sloan. Which career do you choose? I mean, it's, it's gotta be fighting. I think, I think it's gotta be fighting. Legit. Not this, not that, not that. So Not that that <laughs> the only knowledge you have on how to be an actor or the only knowledge you have on how to be a fighter. And then you go into the world to do that skill comes from the teachings of Frank. Which one do you choose? I'm going to get my face busted up, but I'm choosing boxing. <laughs> I'm going to get this. <laughs> you don't want to excited to see it. Huh? Do you? <laughs> what much of a face kick to <laughs> Hey, it's a Thursday, sunny day in southern california we had three or four days of rain and all this crazy stuff so it was just rain (laughs) all this crazy stuff crazy stuff yeah there's a couple landslides but welcome to the rest of the world that has rain landslides happen where i'm from british columbia canada where i'm originally from Mm -hmm. there's landslides all the time it's just Mm -hmm. part of nature it's not a huge deal like i mean it sucks if that's your house i'm just saying he acts like la sunk into the ocean it rained (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was like when he was going into the gym that day and he's i'm out in the rain look i'm stepping in a puddle well and you also mentioned the earlier video i'm doing these videos inside right now because it's raining outside <laughs> Alex and i decided since my shoulders were bothering me we did biceps and triceps but we did them slow we did french press which is an old one and we just did concentrations and preachers single arm that's why you, it's not all the weight. It's the technique that comes with it. 
So it's not about weight, it's also the technique. So he's saying, don't just load up the weights on those dumbbells, Dom. Make sure you're doing the proper uh, technique. It's nice and slow. So that was the video I didn't show. The three exercises he just talked about were that video of him doing, mm. showing you. I just want to say, I still believe that what we're seeing in those videos is all he's really doing. I don't know how much yeah. more, or how much more he's doing between. Yeah. Right. He's never sweating. No, no, he's never sweating. Again, he's in fine shape for a 73-year-old man. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't know how much he's really, how much right. pain he's putting himself in. Like his brother, when you see Sly workout, he's like in pain. Right. You can see him. Veins he also, bulging out of his head. His veins, his it's large bulbous, head is throbbing. His bulbous head. <laughs> oh, he talked about his shoulder again. Remember his shoulder's acting uh, up. Yeah. He's that shotgun firing, the skeet firing. He's got to well, be careful. He's got to stop. <laughs> He'll never stop firing the weapon. <laughs> And if you want to get in shape and take it seriously, you come in. I don't take my phone out until I'm outside. When I'm in the gym, no headphones, no phone, nothing. No, Alex does that. That's kind of yeah, a cheat. He's, he's being a cheat. He's saying there's no distractions. I'm just at the gym working out. No headphones even. I don't listen to music. I'm just focused on No, and I have my Alex guy follow me around, cheering me on. Literally seen this guy get recorded on the treadmill in the gym by somebody. Like, what are you talking about? No distractions. Not everyone gets to have their own personal trainer lackey filming them. <laughs> so they set up their own cameras and film themselves. That's right, right. Exactly. And a lot of them are doing it so they can see their technique after as well. And I will say, fine, if you're a hot girl and you want to post on the on the Instagrams, knock your socks off. There's a lot of mm -hmm. simps out there who are going <laughs> to subscribe to you. So... If you want to get in shape, go to the trainer, Alex. Thank you. I'm telling you. you. Hear that? Thank you, Alex. Thanks thank for plugging them. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So Frank's talking to his thousands of Instagram followers. Are we all supposed to call Alex? How yeah, much business can he take on? It's only seven <laughs> days a week. And he's saying, if you want to get in shape, talk to Alex. That's the only way. I'm going to stop messaging Alex and be like, Frank still told me to reach oh. out to you. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe we should. <laughs> I don't live in LA, but Frank told me to get in touch with you. What are some tips you can give me? We'll share, we'll share that on the next episode. Do you want to try it? <laughs> Good. Yeah, let's do it on our own personal accounts, not the uh, not the there, podcast account. There might, there might be a conflict of interest if, uh, interest if Frank sees it. All of our listeners, that could be fun. <laughs> All of our listeners, reach out to Alex. Alex, Alex the trainer. And say, I saw your segment. Uh, well, not your segment, sorry. I saw Frank Sloan's video on Instagram saying that if I want to get in shape to contact you, I'm now in contact <laughs> with you. What are some ways I can get in shape? And then we can see all the How do I get in shape? <laughs> so send us an email with Alex's response. And we'll add a little bit. We'll do a whole episode. Uh, if we get enough response, maybe nobody will, but maybe people will. I, I think that would be poor, fun if everyone reached out poor to Alex. Alex. Poor Alex. Well, Frank said to reach out to him. He did. He did. He's plugging him. That is awesome. Everybody reach out to Alex. I'll put his Instagram at in the show notes of this video. So check it out. Okay. <laughs> you'll, you'll get in shape. He knows what he's done. He's competed in 10 competitions and won Mr. Lebanon, all this stuff like that. So he's won Mr. Lebanon. He's been in 10 competitions. There you go, folks. That's the guy's going to get you in shape. That's, that's it. If that's a hell of an endorsement right there. If you want to get in shape and take it seriously, three days a week. Simple. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Three days a week. It's all it takes. These exercises, it all takes. And Alex, as your personal trainer. You've got to stay there all day, Ryan. You know Not all day. Mean. Just in and out. Three hours. You're done. Boom. Okay. Have a good day. Peace. All right. So now on his Instagram, he plugged. Uh -oh. 
is Frank Bourbon's for the Super Bowl. He kind of combined the Super Bowl. It's a picture of it's a uh, Uncle Frank's Bourbon. He gives the link in the picture. So fair enough, he actually gives the link. www.unclefranksbourbon.com. <laughs> actually, actually gave the link. Yeah. <laughs> now, can I ask you a question? The picture here shows the bottle where the football would go, <laughs> but then the football is holding up the bottle. It's very confusing. What I would do? This is just me. Call me crazy. Mm. I would put the football in the football holder. And, and put the, the bottle, bottle upright. <laughs> the football is being held by the bottle. So right. the bottle's upright. The football is where it belongs. And then the bottle's upright. And it's, yeah, it doesn't right. make sense. Why are we kicking the bottle? Maybe it's that bad. Good. Someone's filming Frank watching the Super Bowl. But as we'll see here, he's actually asleep. That's it. That's the video. He posted that on his Instagram. Like he yeah. fell asleep in the Super Bowl. He was bored. Now he's going to come into the next video of what he found even more exciting than the Super Bowl. Here it goes. This was more exciting than the Super Bowl. Uh-oh. A friend Owen from his farm brought me fresh eggs, avocados, lemons. Okay, so far so good, right? So Owen the farmer brought him fresh eggs, lemons, avocados. And there's something else above there that was brought to him as well. The, the segue. I don't understand the segue, but we're talking about food items. So, you know, you can make a salad out of this or something, but here we go. And a seashell from his lovely little daughter. I think it was Mabel. Or it could have been Olive. But He didn't know his daughter brought it. <laughs> he, he messed up. He should have just not said a name. He should have said his daughter brought it for me. And then he would have been fine. But then he realized he named the daughter. He was like, oh, crap. I don't know which daughter it was. Could have been Selino Dion. Could have been Selino Dion. Who knows? But uh, I love the shell was brought to him as well. What a beautiful gift. Anyway, this excited me more than the Super Bowl. What a hot take, eh? What a hot take. I'm not a Super Bowl watcher myself either, and I heard that this one was maybe not the most exciting game. It's a little boring, yeah. Okay. We did legs. We did quads. We did leg biceps. We did calves. We did glutes. We did... Do legs have biceps? Leg biceps? Would that be... Calf would be a leg bicep. I I don't know. I actually don't know. Would that be the equivalent? I don't know. He's wearing his hair high lately. You've seen that hair piece now? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Everything. And I'm going to take an Epsom salt bath when I get home. It was great workout, beautiful weather. Start your day the right way, live well. Start your day the right way, live well. Just some good, uh, simple advice from from Frank there. (laughs) They're so abrupt. They get me every time. Look how how shockingly abrupt they are. So now Frank's got his own commercial for Frank Sloan, founder of Frank Sloan Guitars. Okay. He's playing one of his Frank Sloan guitars. This is the Stallion. This is the Stallion. There's not many left. It says, we stand behind every guitar we sell. They are American made. And for the price, I challenge any guitar to match it. American made. <laughs> what I love about this guitar is that one, it's lightweight. Two, it's. Someone wrote in the comments here. I kept the comments in this video. Someone wrote, got to work on that tone. And then someone else. <laughs> And somebody else wrote, price two, 3000 oof. Oof. I know, $3,000 for guitar. That's, that's that's high to me. Is that high to you? That's a lot of money. And then uh, Frank yeah. wrote back, of course, as you would. You got to work on your tone deafness. I got a guitar, and it's a, a John Mayer endorsed guitar, and it was like 800 well, Somebody mentions John Mayer here, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Made in the USA completely. Um, and it's well constructed. 
Now, what you're hearing here is this is a guy playing Frank's guitar. His name is Michael Lemno. He's a guitarist extraordinaire. Both Frank and his buddy Norm are listening to Michael play. And his playing here is actually kind of... It's weird. If he's a guitarist extraordinaire, like, watch out, Eddie. (laughs) Yeah, move over, Van Allen. (laughs) You have 100% guarantee. Okay. (laughs) The same guy wrote, uh, he goes, I can get me a nice Fender for that price. A Fender. Mm -hmm. And those are the high-end guitars, aren't they? Yeah, that's like Fender, and they're like the, that's one of the bigger brands, Fender. right? And so Frank responds to him and goes, "Yeah, made in Japan or Mexico. I have no. seven Fenders. This is as good or better than a custom shop. What? You could easily get a good Fender for like thousand dollars in the store. Listen to what he says here. Okay, you tell me what he says here is funny. He's talking about he has a 30-day 100% money-back guarantee. And listen to what he says about that. And you tell me why this might be funny or why I thought it was funny. And we haven't had one of our guitars returned yet. (laughs) Never one returned. Maybe never one purchased. Exactly. Exactly. That's clever advertising. By saying I've never had anything returned. Has anyone truly... Put three thousand dollars on a Frank Sloan guitar. That's the thing. Like, I don't know shit about guitars in the in the big scheme of things, but I wasn't gonna buy a Frank Stallone guitar over like other name brands, and especially the price point. There's not a good price point. So anybody who knows more than me is not gonna buy a a Frank Stallone guitar. If I had like I don't know Tom Cruise money or Elon Musk or Joe Rogan type money, like millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, I would buy it as a goof. Right. I would buy the Frank Sloan guitar and I'd show my friends, check out my guitar. I would buy it to have a Frank Sloan guitar, not because I thought it was worth the price or because I would want one. I think it's just one of those things where I can't believe Frank Sloan's selling a guitar and I got to have one. I got to be the guy. Yeah, that has one. He, I think he needs to change his approach for Frank Sloan guitar. He should make some cheaper leveled guitars, beginner guitar, maybe, you know. But I love this guitar. <laughs> All right. Frank Stallone, your correspondent on a rainy day on the streets of Venice, California. We are here in the gym. Give a little shout out to North Catholic, baby. Uh, yeah, we did our workout today. Rain, snow, sleet, tornadoes, earthquakes. We're here at the gym. So we. <laughs> the train is definitely just standing in the rain, right? Now. Alex does not have an umbrella or anything. He, he is definitely standing. doesn't. Earthquakes, we're going to the gym, you know, World War Three. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Th- Not gonna let any rain stop me. For all you gym nuts out there, bless your hearts. But when this is your focus, I don't I find find the whole process exhausting. When your whole mm. focus is constant, I don't know. To me, I guess that's just everyone's different. I know, but this the whole idea, this is just everything. Everything's the gym. And then you're going to be buried in a pine box like everyone else. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Hopefully know. not a pine box. Stay. God bless you. Go Philly. See ya. Includes another oh, episode of Frank Stallone. Who is this guy? I don't know if people are going to stop listening to this podcast at this point, or if they're going to start listening at this point, it's hard to say. 
But this is the new format of It's a Long Road, the Ramble Series podcast. We're going to cover free. There's a lot of videos there. I do apologize. I Oh, I don't know if I should apologize. Maybe people like that. I even had to cut some out. I had to, I had to cut some of the fat out. He was heavy on the videos this last couple of weeks. But here we go, folks. Are you ready, Dom? Have you seen any? I'm ready. I've of this? never watched the Rambo cartoon. Okay. I've seen like pictures. I might have seen the intro at some point, but I've never watched an episode of the Rambo cartoon. Now, this took place in 1986, I believe, was when this premiered. Right. This was its run. September 18th to December 1986. They were able to pack in 65 episodes in that time. I'm not sure how. In that time. That's oh. two years before I'm born. This was off the air already. Yeah. But 65 episodes is going to give us a lot of content. We'll it's go more to some of the trivia as we go along. But so this took place before the release of Ramble 3. So if we're going to do the, uh, okay. the what do you call it? The chronology. Canon, the, yeah, the canon. <laughs> so let's go back in time, folks. Come back in time with us. So the last we saw Ramble before these events in this series of his life, this is Ramble. We're right. seeing his this, life. This happened. This is canon. The last we saw of Rambo, he was walking away from Troutman shirtless. Mm. Remember in Afghanistan? Yes. I want what they want. Right. When I went and died, <laughs> I'm trying to do another speech like I did in first blood. <laughs> it was the end of two, you said, right? So mission yeah. accomplished, all that stuff. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. So right. he's walking away from Troutman to go who knows where at this point. Mm-hmm. We know later that he goes to, was it, um, was it Tibet or something like that? Or right, right. Uh, Ramble three before he fought the Russians invading Afghanistan. So, so keep it in mind, Rambles one and two, the films have come out. Now we as youngins are now watching the cartoon adventures of Ramble after first blood part two. Mm-hmm. The series ran for 65 episodes. You oh, sorry. Debuted in April of 86 with this five part mini series. That's the, what the first five episodes are. It's actual mini series. So that's why mm-hmm. I think the first five episodes will kind of have a, I think they have an overall arc. It's almost like a mini movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think. Now, I've never seen these before, but that's how I understand the first five episodes to be that miniseries because then it was renewed in September as a daily cartoon, but then it was canceled later that year in December of 26. Without further ado, do you even know how this begins? No. Dude, it starts strong. When this came out, I was 11 years old. I'm perfect primed age. for this cartoon. Oh, perfect. perfect I've seen age. the first two Ramble films. I'm 11 years old. Still kind of okay with cartoons at 11. And I hear this intro and the beginning of this cartoon. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the cartoon now. <laughs> the music kicks in. He's showing the muscles. It shows the muscles. He's shirtless. He's wearing the co necklace still. So he's still mm-hmm. wearing the necklace. Total cannon. Cannon. Total <laughs> cannon. He's wearing the co necklace, which still plays a part in Rambo 3. So totally cannon. He, he sheaths his knife. He puts on the headband. Mm-hmm. That's the intro, man. We're like, holy crap. So your 11 year old kid watches. You're like, we are on like Donkey Kong, man. <laughs> Rambo. Okay, so <laughs> now the beginning of this cartoon, of course, is all the montage of future scenes we're going to see from the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And what I love is I think half of them happen in this the first episode. Awesome. Okay. So we got a tank busting through a wall. Anywhere and everywhere, the savage forces <laughs> of General Warhawk threaten the peace-loving people of the world. The savage forces 
of General Warhawk, Warhawk threaten the lives of peaceful citizens throughout the world. That's their mission. They threaten the lives of peaceful citizens throughout the world. Okay, that's their mission. That's Savage. That's who Rambles up against. There's only one man to call. Get me Rambo. Okay. <laughs> See, did you like, hear that voice? Get me Rambo. That was Trump. I like that, and I like how he's shirtless already on the helicopter. <laughs> There's too much going on here. So the opening scene here is Rambo on a helicopter flying in, and he's holding on to the, whatever the landing gear is, shirtless, of course. From the canyons of skyscrapers to the Spider-Man. <laughs> He swung down for the rope of a helicopter, smashed through a glass building. Now we see him on a ski slope. But what we're seeing here is all the different adventures we're going to get with this guy. Right, he's going right. to be jumping out of helicopters. He's going to be skiing on mountains. I'm he's getting high to... off this right now, by the way. The canyons of remote mountain peaks. Liberty's champion is unstoppable. Rambo. He's even going to race NASCAR. <laughs> like the movie Driven. I was a movie driven. It was like a precursor. That's how he pitched driven, by the way. The cartoon, we were racist. So I was thinking about doing it in real life. That's so true. <laughs> this is the prequel to driven. By the mechanical genius known as Turbo and the master of disguises named Cat, the honor bound protector of the innocent, Rambo, the force of freedom. There you go, dude. There we go. Woo! All right, let's watch a little bit. I don't think we're going to get through the whole episode. We might... Oh, yeah, I want to say there's 65 episodes. And if people are going to come to this podcast, this may take us 300 episodes to get through this. <laughs> Basically, the thing that will fuel our Ramble coverage, the cartoon, is actually Frank. So it's a bit of... If Frank gives us something to talk about, then we'll... By the time we get through these, Frank is probably going to pass away. Oh, <laughs> that's a good call. Here's a call. Will Frank or Sly die... Before the end of the cartoon coverage, <laughs> what do you think the odds are? I'm gonna go ahead and say one of them will pass away. Wow, I'm wow. gonna go ahead and say that. I don't know which one, but <laughs> one of them will no longer be with us before we finish this cartoon. All right, but right now, Rambo, I think he's unaware of Savage. I don't think he's even aware of them right now. And I've seen the first five minutes of this cartoon, we get to, we get introduced to Savage and how truly savage they are. Now, Savage actually stands for something. Did you know that? What is his name for? Stands for Special Administrators of Vengeance, Anarchy, oh, and Global Extortion. To set the mood, is he maybe going to do something 50 times to somebody? <laughs> what do you think Savage do? What do you think they do to women? What do you think they might do to <laughs> Well, with a name like Savage, and probably rape them and cut their fucking heads off. We might see some raping in this in this cartoon. <laughs> God. This is their goal. The goal, uh, their goal of world domination leads them into conflict with the force of freedom, especially Rambo. Mm. Okay, so we're going to meet some of their characters today. You've got General Warhawk, we've got Sergeant Havoc. I, I don't think those are their birth names, I don't think. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I love how the bad guys have ranks. <laughs> how do you become a general in the savage? They just give themselves the ranks. So yeah, like, I think it. so. I think they just assign their... They, they didn't work up and get promoted. I now promote <laughs> you general, savage. Like, who, who promoted General Warhawk? Like, who's above yeah. him? Right? It's like Sergeant Slaughter who promoted <laughs> So the first episode is called First Strike. All right. Nice so they drew first words. blood. Yeah. First mm -hmm. strike, first blood. Exactly. Bad guys. Okay. Good, good soundtrack so far. 
The soundtrack's legit. We have yeah. that 1980s action Vietnam. It has that Asian flair, right? It has yeah, Asian yeah. Put, that's the thing about cartoons back then. They put work into the soundtrack, even. Like, they that did. sounds good. So it looks like a peaceful village, would you say? Like a peaceful village? Yeah, it looks like some stuff may go wrong soon. There's a dog sleeping in the fountain, peacefully sleeping. Remember the opening sequence of the... <laughs> the shock dog? <laughs> there was we, a shock dog. We're going to get the shock dog look already and the tank <laughs> busting through the wall. Check it out. Dog sleeping peacefully. So this tank drives through the village wall. Just drives through it. Okay, cool. Now, what does this village have that Savage wants? This is, well, maybe we'll find out. Okay, so the tank comes in. Peaceful village. Of course, a tank comes in to cause some havoc. Out of my way, Fleabag. <laughs> Aw. It's not very nice. He called the dog Fleabag. Out of my way, Fleabag. <laughs> what kind of accent? Is that just a general... Kind of, kind of Russian, right? But I'm it not sounds sure. Russian-ish. Yeah, I agree. So this big hulking of a guy comes out of the tank's uh, top door or hatch, yells at the dog, and let's see what he does here. Let's see what kind of damage he does here. Move it troopers. Okay. The general wants us to take this dump. Did he say take this dump? I think so. Take this uh, dump. I like his wardrobe too. Like everybody else is in army fatigue, and he's in a tank top. It's the sell toys, man. He's got to look. There's like each they have a character look to him. You're absolutely right. right. He's wearing a tank top, and then now the uh, savage soldiers come in to uh, take this dump. Now they're just gonna bust down a door again. What is their purpose? I'm not sure. You have to watch this. <laughs> oh, God. And there's guns pointed at this poor family—a husband, wife with their two kids. I'm telling you right now, that wife. Something's going to happen that way. I'm getting flashbacks of Burma right now. Oh, Burma. <laughs> yeah, Rambo 4 wasn't even conceived at this point. Rambo 3 yeah. was made yet, but you already get that feeling of like Sly looking at this cartoon and goes, oh, I think I could do something with it. Uh, kill kids. <laughs> Don't move. You're all my prisoners. Uh-oh. Oh, don't move. You're all my prisoners. Now, was that General Warhawk? Was that him? He's got a claw. He's got know. a claw He's for a hand. Hook. He's got like some sort of steel claw hook. I wonder, do you think we'll find out how he lost the hand? Do you think it has something to do with Rambo? I wonder. Do they have a history? Mm. So the families come out prisoners. They're all coming out of their village. They're all prisoners of Savage. Do as you're told and no one will get hurt. So, so far, they've broken down the wall. They've taken all the families out of their houses while they're sleeping. They're gathered in the village square. Do as you're told and you won't get hurt. Okay. So far, okay. But what would be the purpose of taking this village? What do you think that would do for anybody? Like, I don't know what that does for Savage. Is something here? Is there something here they yeah. want? Is this General Savage here? Might be him here. Yeah. Sir. So General Savage, he's got, what do you call those strap things? Like he hit a horse um, with them? It's like a horse whip, right? Whatever the yeah. hell that is. He's tapping it. That's total like villainous. You know, he's got. This... And he does. There's not a horse in sight. But no, way. well, he's going to whip somebody with this thing for sure. Tell me, Havoc, how is my little plan coming along? Very well, General. We've taken the village and you are 15 minutes behind schedule. Oh, he doesn't mess around with the timings, eh? <laughs> Is that General Warhawk? Is that him? You think it's General it's gotta Warhawk? Gotta be him, right? It's his okay. plan. He said it's his plan. I love how he's like mad about they're 15 minutes late. They took out this village. <laughs> Everyone's captured, but you're 15 minutes late. He doesn't mess around and he hit the tank with that 
mm-hmm. with that strap. He doesn't mess around this guy. <laughs> Mr. Havoc, if this command is too much for you, I'll give it to someone else. Wait a minute. Did he call him Mr. Havoc? So we're still learning he the characters Mr. Here. Havoc. Yeah, Mr. Havoc. Oh, that's Sergeant Havoc. Okay. 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 That was General War. Yeah, General Warhawk is the leader of Savage. And yeah, he wears reflective sunglasses. Okay, that's him. And he serves as the primary villain. Then Sergeant Havoc is the guy with the tank top. He's second in command. He's a top enforcer. Okay. Apparently, he rivals Rambo in strength. He's a big oh, dude. Jeez. Eh? He's a big dude. Now we see this old lady walking. You see this old hmm. lady walking with a staff? Old lady. Old lady. She's walking through the village square. And, and she's not following the rules of being a captive here. Grapper, stop that woman. <laughs> it sounds like he said raper. I think he said that. I, I think. <laughs> It sounds like he said raper. I think he said grandpa, but it's not raper. <laughs> yeah, his name is Gripper. That's the character's name, Gripper. Uh, he's a European mercenary, and he's a member of Savage. With the, oh, he's the one with the metal right hand, hence the name. Oh, Gripper. That makes okay. sense. So Gripper and his cohort are running after this old lady. She runs pretty fast for an old lady. Yeah, pretty good. So she's got her back up against the wall. They come up to get her to do something to her 50 times. <laughs> you made us run. She looks around like, oh, I have nowhere to go. I'm trapped. We're in fear for this old lady's life. <laughs> that was so, the oldest trick in the book. So these two henchmen come running after her. She dodges out of the way at the last minute, and they bonk each other in the heads. To, and, the, the, and this will be the fun thing about the series is there's no death. No death. So everyone's going to be incapacitated. It's actually going to be a, an interesting way for the writers. Like, how do we stop the bad guys without killing them right nobody's getting their collarbone ripped out of there no definitely not so these two guys bonk heads get knocked out so that's how they get incapacitated down they go on the ground and look the one guy's on top of it look he's humping him on the ground (laughs) he was ready to rape that was the problem oh he was he was already in that position look how he fell on top of his buddy it's like That's funny. Now, Gripper's got the lady covered, so here we go. Gripper versus old lady. Good tactic. Oh, old lady takes his arm and slams him against the cement wall. He comes back. Oh, no. Oh, that just... That's it? <laughs> Whoa! She took him, slammed him against the wall, and he stumbles 10 feet, and he also lands on top wow. of the guy who's on top of the other guy. I think That was it. One shot to the wall, and that was it? Yeah, he gets knocked out, and he lands on top of his two henchmen. This is a very uh, homoerotic position these three men are in, aren't they? <laughs> very compromising. Oh, she steps on the bodies uh. to get over the wall. Look at that. Climbs to the top, and then she uh. rips off something. She's a yes. master of disguise. Yes, this is Scooby-Doo level masks right here. Look Give my best to the general. So nice. she takes off the wig and chucks it onto uh, Gripper's head while he's knocked out. So he's wearing the wig. Give my best to the general. Look at that. So she's aware of the Savage. So she's aware of Savage. <laughs> and then he wakes up and looks around wearing the wig. I think we're, as kids, <laughs> we're supposed to laugh at this, right? We're supposed to go, That's funny. Yes, sir. Now, we're at the Pentagon. Here we I go. I realize this is an emergency. If the general's forces are moving into Tierra Libre, there he is. we've Troutman. got to stop them. And there's only one man who can do it. Get me Rambo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Troutman's at his desk. Who's that a picture of at his desk? <laughs> he 
is that Troutman on his desk? Is, is that, that like himself? a picture of himself? Yeah, I think it is. Is that him? Or is that maybe like the president? You know how like some people have the president's picture? So he's actually pointing at a country here in South America. What is that country? So he's pointing at a country in mm. South America. He's got a pen holder there with a helicopter in between. So he tells his whoever he's working with here, get me Rambo. We're moving into Tierra Libre. Tierra Libre. Okay. Tierra Libre. <laughs> Look at this guy working with Oh, my <laughs> God. They not finish the animation on that guy's face. <laughs> he looks like he had a couple doobies. <laughs> We've got to stop them. And there's only one man who can do it. Get me Rambo. And here we go. Let's see what Rambo's up to. Okay, folks. Now, this is what we're waiting for. We're like six minutes or five minutes into this cartoon. The kids are panicking at home. Show me Rambo, man. <laughs> so Rambo... I don't. Where is he? Is he in location of this area? Does is he happen to be around where this? I don't know where he is right now. Or is he in America? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But we should say he's in a boat, like a little fishing boat. He's lying down, relaxing with a fishing rod in the water. So he's just chilling. He's fishing. <laughs> I don't know. A uh, little bit out of character for Rambo. I think he's so, taking a nap, reading a book. He fell asleep reading a book in his boat while he's fishing. This is when I stopped. Yeah. I was like, I got to watch this Dom. I I can't. You got to send the messages to the kids that they should read, right? They should read. Mm -hmm. But he's chilling. He's relaxing. So the events of Rambo 2 have come and gone. It seems like he's found some peaceful life here. He's got a Mm -hmm. peaceful life. He's at peace here. Oh, a helicopter comes in. They know exactly where he is. (laughs) The army came in. They knew exactly where he is. He's just gonna wake him up. The rabble's chilling. I love how he doesn't wake up to the helicopter above him, but Trauma's holding a megaphone to wake up Rambo for his boat. I love this. Rambo, your country needs you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like what? I wonder if he ever calls him John in the show. Oh, good call. Does he call him Johnny? I wonder. Good call. Mm. I got a feeling he won't. I have a feeling he won't either because they want to have that marketing of Rambo. Kids are going to be like, who the frig is John? So the helicopter puts down a line for him to grab onto to pull him right up. (laughs) Sorry, he pulls up Rambo. I think Charlotte yells, let's go. Oh, Oh, my. (laughs) This guy's just trying to relax. I know he left his boat and fishing rod and book in the in the water. He's never seen that book again. I don't think we're ever going to see him in the boat or book again. What do you think? I think it's done. How can I help you this time, Colonel Trotman? <laughs> That's what they chose for the voice. You hear a little, just a smidgen, just the smidgen of some sort of like. I wonder if Stallone had to give his approval for the, no. the vo- voice. No? no, no, no. He doesn't even own the Rocky character. He doesn't own the Rambo character. Oh, right, right, right. Rambo's like, how can I help you this time, Trouble? Like, you know, like, <laughs> let's hear Trouble's debrief for Rambo. They want you to go into Tierra Libre and kick the general out of there. It'll be my pleasure, sir. If they grab you, there'll be nothing we can do. Our government's not officially involved in this. Well, I am. I'm not about to let that international bandit take over a free country. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I love again how his country sort of abandons here already. He's doing this <laughs> mission. On the down low, it's not mm-hmm. official government business. He's just got to do it the Rambo way. He's ready to go to liberate this mm-hmm. country from uh, forces of savage. 
I didn't think you would. Oh, here's the race car. Oh, I think one of his team members is a race car driver. Uh, well, I think his uh, name is I think his name is Turbo. Let me see here. Yeah, Edward Turbo Hayes. We're about to meet. He's an African American mechanical engineer mm. and race car driver. According to his toy bio, Turbo is also a first lieutenant who graduated from the U.S. Air Force Academy. There you go. Nice. He's racing. Come on, Turbo. You've got to do yeah, it, man. He's got to pull together, Turbo. Oh, look at this animation here, man. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a pilot on the track. Oh, there's a crash on the track. Watch out, guys. Oh my god. So the guy that Turbo was chasing to avoid the crash, he crashes his own car. So Turbo's the winner because he avoids the crash. That's all. I guess so. Oh, look at that maneuvering. Fast and Furious has nothing on this race, man. And Turbo Hayes is really something. Remind me never to let you park my car. <laughs> I gotta work on the Rambo cartoon impression. <laughs> I need to never let you work on my car. He rambles here and his ramble get up to meet Turbo because he's gathering together his team, I think, or something here. I think that's the idea, his force of freedom. But what I love is I couldn't get a job. Did <laughs> <laughs> you shine? <laughs> this is the happiest I've ever seen Rambo. He's oh, very, he's uh, he's good to go, man. He's, like, yeah. he's ready. To, he's ready to take on Savage. Rambo, what brings you here? Trotman needs us. <laughs> Turbo, you can't leave now. <laughs> You're in first place. <laughs> the animation, the animation, of him getting out of the car. <laughs> it was weird. The way it was like out. Frankenstein. <laughs> The way he walked out of the car. <laughs> I guess your body could be a little bit stiff driving, right? You could be a little bit Turbo stiff. had a stroke. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> Turbo had his arm around Ram. Yeah. You see that? They're like close buddies. What yeah, did they was there any mention of Turbo in the other films? I don't think so. Some shit happened after this cartoon that made him. You know what, though? If you think about it in canon. He's cracking jokes in Rambo 3 as well, though. He's kind of like, you know, he's in, in the movies. That's the best mood he's probably in, right? Yeah, you're and right. Then, he's in And then in 4, right he's an absolute nightmare. Oh, <laughs> man. In 4, whatever happened between 3 and 4, the uh, the, the Avengers in Force of Freedom are long gone. Whatever state Rambo was in will never be repeated. Good. This is the happiest Rambo's ever been. I think I'm going to yeah. like this. It's nice to see him happy. Now they're in a war plane. They're just going right to. They're going. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Turbo's flying the plane. I love it. <laughs> of course, Turbo's flying the plane. That's awesome. Well, he's Air Force, so Turbo's flying the plane. Rambles in the the co-pilot seat. We got Troutman <laughs> looking over their shoulders. <laughs> they're all together as a team. Troutman, is he gonna be part nice. of the fighting? I hope. Welcome so. to Tierra Libre. Looks peaceful enough. So does a bear trap. <laughs> what? Sound like Bonnie Rubble a little bit. <laughs> so does a bear trap. <laughs> A bear trap looks peaceful enough. I guess he's yeah. saying until there's a bear in it screaming and wailing because it's trapped. Fair enough. Wait, what did they come out of? Look, they're walking from the plane. There's no landing or ladder. They Nothing. Just, uh, Throw so, themselves out. So I think the group's walking towards the dignitaries here. They're going to welcome them to their country. Colonel Troutman, thank heavens you're here. Mr. President, this is my daughter, Estrella. Oh, of is course. That the master of the skies. Is that her? Is that her or am I just... 
Did he say his name was Katrina or Catherine? Because the name of the character is Catherine Cat Taylor. I don't know. It's hard to say. Okay, well, that might be her. But of course, she's hot, eh? She's a hot. Hey, oh yeah, she's a hot girl. Too. Pleasure. Nice to meet you. You're looking at him, Mr. President. Bad news, sir. The invaders have taken the bridge at Rio Hondo. We must stop them. We must protect my people. We haven't. I know. They're going up against the army. Well, it's true. Remember, yeah. bring a lot of body bags, Savage. Supply body bags. That's right. So they got Rambo, Turbo, and possibly Catherine here, of course. I think she's the master of disguise. It's hard to tell. We didn't see her hair down in the other scene. So she's the president's daughter. But I love how now Savage has taken over some sort of bridge. They take over a town. This is bad news for Rambo and the gang here. The moment to lose. As you can see, our country is protected by mountains, the ocean, and by the Rio Hondo. The gen- ah, they got one bridge going into the country. <laughs> you see that? Their country is totally isolated. It's covered. It's like surrounded by mountains and then a bridge that goes in and out. And the Savage is taking over that bridge. I love how the president, no war team or council. The president's like, no. he, he meets him at the airport. <laughs> he's by himself. That's it. And he's now going over the war plans with the, the three of them. General's forces have taken this bridge. Now they can move their armored division into Tierra Libre. Colonel Troutman, we are a peaceful little country. We have no modern weapons or tanks. What can we stop them with? Rambo. <laughs> That's the answer for everything. Rambo. Like he's we not have even no there. tanks. We have no weapons. What are we going to do? Rambo. <laughs> All aboard for the bus to Rio Hondo. Did you get it? Hey, there's enough plastic explosives in there to blow that bridge all the way to Cleveland. Wait a minute. Why are we blowing up the bridge? <laughs> That's the one way out. This is a horrible plan. We want to take the enemy away from the bridge. <laughs> That's like burning down your house because there's a spider in it. Like, we want to keep the house. Can you just get rid of the spider? Please? And the best is Rambo put him up to it. He's like, did you get it? <laughs> Yeah. Did you get it? You like it? Plastic explosives. <laughs> Gentlemen, I want you to meet your guide on this mission. Oh. Cat's one of the best undercover people we've got. Okay, so that's... Wait a minute. Person, right? No, yeah. I think it's the same person. I think that's the president's daughter. If you go to the Wikipedia, it says here, Catherine Ann Taylor is also known as Cat. I don't know. Well, she is a master of the skies, right? So Is that the daughter? I'm actually confused. It might be. They're probably going to find out later. I'm, I'm predicting they're going to find out. Because she's got short hair here. You're the daughter. You're the same person. Let's blow up She'll the get you there in one piece. Try and come back the same way. She'll get uh. you there in one piece. Come back the same way. <laughs> I love how they have the same guide. They have a female guide that's cute for this. They had the female guide in Rambo Part 2. Right, they, right. They have a female guide here. Okay, now we're going to the montage. So now we, yeah. we'll check it out. He's getting ready for war. Biceps. Do you think we're going to get this every episode of him getting ready for a battle? I I think we probably will. They got to fill that time, right? (laughs) It looks like he's doing something at first. Yeah. yeah, Got two rope. Got my bow and arrow. Is there no any shirt. reason why he's not wearing a shirt? I mean, is... <laughs> he's just not wearing a shirt because action figures. That's why, like you said before. What is with Turbo's outfit here? He's wearing a yellow <laughs> shirt and red pants. This is the worst camouflage with the jungle. <laughs> You're gonna stand out like a sore thumb. At least Cat is a sort of camouflage. Rambo mm. would be if he was wearing a shirt. <laughs> There's your target. Looks like they're expecting company. I don't want to disappoint them. 
so the voice is so bizarre. It's like yeah. it, you almost hear it, like you like you said before, you almost hear that twang of yeah. like he started the impression and then it just doesn't go there. So Rambo's now picked up his bow and arrow and the explosives. <laughs> you won't see him coming. So what's okay, what do you think though? What's his mission here? Well, apparently he's gonna blow up the bridge, right? Oh, I guess because they did say with the bridge down, then they can't bring in more forces. I guess that's their reason here. They can always rebuild the bridge later, but for now, if they take out the bridge, there's no other way to this country other than one one road. That's a bad design, man. <laughs> yeah. See you after the party. The guy's got guts. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <sighs> the guy's got guts. What is true in all of his adventures? Like, yeah. By the way, he just ran in like he was all like, oh, let's do it. And he didn't try to hide himself or anything. He just ran in shirtless. The area seems to be clear, sir. It had better be. If anybody gets by us, the general will give me another one of these. Oh, uh, so maybe Whoa. the general did that to him. I think the general took off his hand. Shit. Because he said he'll give me another one of these. Oh, that's brutal, man. A little, I, I didn't think we were going to get the backstory so quickly. <laughs> All right, the general, he's a tough boss. He rambles at the bridge. He's got his bow and arrow. He's attaching the rope to the arrow. Shoots the arrow. Oh, look at the shot. Range of that. Good shot. Oh, man. Yeah, he's flying in on the rope like Spider-Man underneath the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Strong. That's like a Rocky Four workout right there, those legs. (laughs) He caught himself on the bridge with his legs. That's amazing. Oh, he grabbed the piece of pipe, but it wasn't very strong. He's about to fall into the water below. Okay, good. Pulled himself below. This bridge is not very good quality. He's falling again. Oh, he's able to get the plastic explosives on there. Two-minute count. He's running across the bridge now. He's got a minute and a half. You got it. Oh, so Gripper knows him? <laughs> yeah. He's like, Rambo. Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. It's kind of like a mix of John Travolta, this impression, honestly. Yeah, this voice. <laughs> so Rambo's running across the bridge, gets the attention of the bad guys. Let's see how he gets out of this scrape. I'm going to carve my initials on you. Okay, already see, like he has a weapon pointed right at Rambo's chest. He tries to stab him with the bayonet instead of just firing off those rounds right to his <laughs> chest. I love how the like they didn't You're gonna have to do better than that, Gripper. <laughs> Goodbye, Rambo. Boy, Gripper goes down really easily. Two yeah, punches, guys, he's out again. Guy's a pansy. <laughs> so here comes the two soldiers with weapons. I think these guys do fire, if I remember correctly. I, I got a thumbnail from the scene. So these guys know what to do with their weapons, at least. They're going to fire Rambo. Goodbye, Gripper. I guess full credit, they use actual machine gun firing in the cartoon. Yeah. There we go. Four seconds. The bridge is going to blow. Was there ever any doubt? <laughs> oh, no. Havoc's got him. He's prisoner. Oh, That's it. Havoc's got him. Okay, folks, we're going to have to end of that cliffhanger. He blew up the bridge. His chest with a knife or something. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what kind of torture they're going to do on Rambo in the next. Uh, so we're going to stop there, folks. Like I said, this might take us 130, 150 episodes to get through this cartoon, but we got to do it, Dom. I'm sorry. Are you, are you willing to do this? 
<laughs> right now, I'm good. <laughs> 20, 20 episodes in, I told you, might be, I might stand on the chair and hang myself, but we'll see. We're going to try. We're, we're going to make an attempt. Some episodes, we might get through the whole cartoon. It just depends how much Frank coverage we get. There might be low Frank coverage, so it might be the whole cartoon. But anyway, so that's part one of First Strike. Stay tuned for the next episode of our Force of Freedom coverage, where we'll finish this episode at the very least and have some more Frank coverage. So some episodes might be longer or shorter, depending on Frank coverage. Yada yada. So I'm going to enjoy this. I think this will be fun. I think, I we'll think so. I, I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us today and hope you guys enjoyed it. And we uh, let us know how it's going so far. But with that, this episode's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. It wasn't my podcast. You asked me to co-host. I didn't ask you. Uh.